All right, look, this is Jay Salib. We're back for a new show, and I'm excited about this next guest because she does many things. She's a singer, actress, <laughs> producer, director. She's on the networks, talk show host. She's coming for my crown. Everybody welcome Kiki Palmer. <laughs> you know, I always say my favorite interviews, because everybody says, who's your favorite interview? My favorite interview is talking to people that I actually know. Yes. But I've known you longer than everybody I think I've interviewed on my show. Yes, so you have, honey. Yes. I, was, I always say that when people are bringing you up. I'm like, I've known Jason a long time. I don't know, since I was like 17, 18? Yeah, you were a kid. Mm-hmm. You were a kid. But I remember the last time, well, not the last time, but one of the fondest memories I remember, we were at a barbecue in Hollywood, because Hollywood don't really have those get-togethers like they used to with the pinatas no. and the bars and this and that. And I remember us having a good time there, just just, just not industry-wise. Yeah. I mean, where's the fun? Did COVID kill it? Is it just everybody grew up? I think it's, I think, I definitely think that we're in a world where life after COVID is definitely a thing. It's like a big, you know, it's a tragedy. It was, you know, so, and the way we communicated with, other, with each other changed. So I do think life after COVID is a bit of a, of a real thing. And then also I do think, you know, we, we get older, you know, the, I don't know. I was talking to my friend about that not too long ago about how, is it just that every experience isn't no, isn't as new as it once was? Yeah. You remember in your early twenties, everything was fun because it was you're new. you're exploring it. Yes. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, it's kind of, okay, I'm here, I'm there. And you know, these are the folks. Well, and then those of you who are looking at the camera right now, I don't even know what camera is shooting her. This is not the Kiki Palmer that I knew at 17 years old. I don't know what this is. Get into it. Besides Snatch. Snatch ain't even the word. We've had Black China here. We've had Cardi. And y'all are all Snatch too. But this is different. Now, I know my sisters all, beca- I mean, they became women. And I just, they're sure. my sister. I see them all the time. So yeah. I've seen, just, it's hard to see the evolution of a person when you see them all the time. But I've seen you in stages or here or mm-hmm. there. And then I saw you in Miami recently. Well, no, I saw you at the Met. Let's start with the Met. Yes. Then I saw you in Miami in person. <laughs> what happened? Just the baby. Honestly, I really do think it was the baby. Apparently, I needed to gain some weight. Honey, that baby. I, I mean, first of all, my son has just changed my life. And I mean, I felt like I had a good life before. But the way that he has inspired me and just now everything. I don't know. Maybe it's because... He's so important that he put everything else into perspective where nothing is as big of a deal as my baby is. Mm -hmm. So that's given me a a sense of ease and confidence that I didn't even know. I didn't know I could get more confident. I'm a Virgo, honey. How could you get, (laughs) you know, more confident? But but, um, I just think when it comes to the physical appearance, you know, I just put on that little bit of extra baby weight, honey. And I started working out with my trainer, Corey, and we in all the right places. And (laughs) here we are. But did you, okay, because I know that, well, first of all, I was talking to a female friend of mine, you know, I'm gay, so I don't know everything about what women's <laughs> bodies be going through, but she was telling me about having babies postpartum. Yeah. Like, that's a real th- conversation that a lot of women aren't having, and then not yeah. feeling beautiful afterwards, or that journey to get into whatever beauty feels like to you. For sure. Did you have any of that when you had your baby? Um, you know, I think I, I, think I expected the worst. Uh, because I knew that I was going to be impacted in a crazy way by having a kid. Um, so I didn't know. I think maybe I even overshot it in my mind. And so I was a little bit like, okay, this maybe isn't as bad because I just thought maybe this is going to be the worst physically and mentally. And then when I went through it, I think I was like, okay, I can take this. I can handle this. And then I'll be honest. I don't think any mom should put pressure on themselves mm-hmm. after they have a kid in any regard. Um, but for me, it is a part of my job. So I think I was very, like, being very objective about, like, okay, when do I want to start working out again? When I want, you know, when is that going to be important to me? And I just took my time with it. Um, once I felt good, I was ready to start training. But one thing I love that I talked about with my trainer, Corey, is just that physic- uh, mentally it was good because I'm getting back into the action. And that, that also helps with postpartum, mm-hmm. I think, just to get back into get yourself. Get back to what's normal, your normal routine. Get back into your normal routine. And then also, don't try to change yourself i think you know he was really real with me where your body changed you might not ever look like how you used to so let's enjoy where you're going and i think that also is a big part of why i felt good it's because i wasn't trying to get back to being a size two i was like okay well if i'm a four or six well then let's make that work for me mm-hmm. um and so yeah i think that was a part of it for sure but where did that confidence come from because i know like and i love cardi you know i love you as soon as cardi had that baby she had all her plans for what she, <laughs> i'm snatching this i'm snatching that we did a whole facetime where she walked through how because she yeah. knew what she wanted to look like how did where did the confidence come from just allowing it to naturally form into this new 
Glamazon. I don't even know if Glamazon so is a much. word. Whole ass woman. <laughs> I think it just, oh man, it just came from, I'm, I mean, having a baby for me, it really was a big confidence booster. Just because I think you go through so much. I mean, nine months of carrying the baby, and then you're in the room, and me and Darius, we talk about it all the time. He he sometimes bring it up, brings it up to me where he's like, I just remember you holding your legs and going, ooh. And it's like, wait, wait, I felt wait. like a warrior. When, when you had the baby or when you were making the baby? <laughs> not, now, you know what? It's, first of all, it's, it's difficult even thinking <laughs> about. This is This is little Kiki to me. Okay, she's a woman. I, I, I will be very clear. This is a little barbecue Kiki. This is Come like, on, Barbie, walk, you know. We got Kiki the host. We got, got Kiki got the a, actor. Got Kiki the mother. Okay. I love it's definitely Kiki the Barbie doll. But yeah, it, you know, I think that really it just, it made me feel so empowered. Mm -hmm. It's an empowered feeling. And it is crazy to, to see that, wow, I, I, it's a new me. I didn't even know. Life surprises you mm. in that way. You know what? But I, I, I know you're going to be a good mom, and I knew you would be a loving mother because I want another thing I remember about you being younger was you and your mother Sharon's relationship. Sharon is a whole ass gangster. For those of you For that real. don't never get a chance to meet Sharon, Sharon when she was with Lil Kiki, I don't know how she is now, but you had to go through Sharon to get to her daughter. And Seriously. You connect, she would not let you. And you know, you my mom knows you too. Yeah, my yeah, mom's yeah. like, oh, you want to see Jason? <laughs> Tell him I said, hey. You know, Sharon is all in the know. And, and, and I think that that's 100% true. Like, having the kind of mother that I grew up having definitely made me feel like, man, if I could be as half of the mother that she was to me, then I think I'm doing a good job. But you've been doing this now for, since you were nine. Yep, about nine twenty years, old. two decades. Yep, yep. So, was your mother the stage mom who was standing in the cut, like <laughs> eyeing everybody down, or was she just the supportive mom that puts you out there and let you do your thing? No, my mom definitely has a bit of stage mother in her, for sure, mm -hmm. the good kind, where she's watching everybody, she's clocking everybody, she's cussing people out if they need to be cussed out. Like she don't play. For years, when I was a kid growing up, that would be like the thing around town: be careful what you say about Kiki because Sharon Palmer will cuss you the fuck out. Like she was not afraid. And when you think about it, I mean, my mom here she is you know early 30s coming from illinois you know she, she didn't go to harvard or yale she didn't have this crazy background or these rich parents she was just like i'm out here trying to get my daughter in it and so she really did have to be kind of this force in order to make sure that people wouldn't take advantage of me mm -hmm. and so as a kid i used to be embarrassed sometimes like uh oh my mama come you know what i mean like she about to do this again and then as i've gotten older i'm like wow well she's protecting you and now I'm not afraid to yeah. tell somebody, look, you know what I mean? Because I watched her do it with such ease. But you've always had class. Like, that's the oh other gosh. thing I can think of. I've never seen, because I was watching documentaries uh, this weekend. Which ones? Child star documentaries. <laughs> so I wasn't a child Getting star. Getting some research? I, no, not on you. I was watching like Aaron Carter's oh, and yes. then Brooke Shields and what they've gone through, not just with their parents, but yeah. just like this industry can really build you up to tear you down and yeah. it can be rough. How did you navigate from the Disney worlds and all of that young kid work environment to like still standing as a strong, positive black woman who hasn't been photoed coming out the clubs, falling on the ground and getting drunk into a car. Well, thank, I will say that being in the public eye, you are under unfair scrutiny. So when we talk about some of these people that we feel like, oh, y'all fell from grace or whatever you have it, I mean, I don't think a lot of people could deal with the kind of, you know, think about your worst moment. Nobody saw it probably. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then think about your worst moments happening in front of people and then trying your damnedest to get over it and people keep bringing it up or, you know, so I do give a lot of people that are in this industry, especially the children, a lot of grace where that's concerned. So I don't feel like I'm just so perfect. I just feel like, you know, hey, thank God I've been able to, to get through. Um, you know, and I think more than anything, the truth is I just kept going. There's been moments where people was, I mean, I mean, I've been attacked. Everybody's gone through that. Mm -hmm. If you're in the public eye, I mean, when I first started doing Southern Bells or anytime I did my sketches, they'd be like, Kiki, pack it up. You need to be on the big screen. <laughs> you know, and it'd be all whatever, you know, little things that people will say. But I just kept moving forward because I knew what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I knew the kind of brand that I was evolving into and what I was building towards. And so I just really quieted a lot of that noise. It's not that it didn't happen. I just tried to move forward mm -hmm. beyond it. Mm -hmm. Question, I want to go back to like the world's reaction to this new transformation, which I don't know if it's a transformation. I think it's an evolution, <laughs> right? Not heavy on the evolution. It's I'm an evolution. That. I mean, you've yeah. You've been, you know, a lot of people eat up because, you know, I lost 128 pounds. And you are giving. When I saw you in Miami, you were looking, you know. I was gagged. You were gagged. <laughs> Can I also say that you're a gay man in a black woman's body? <laughs> it's very true. It's very true, We honey. don't get to the gay shenanigans <laughs> in Miami. But no, like, 
I, when I don't see, when I haven't seen somebody in person in a long time and then I see them, I forget about the weight loss yes. until I look at them. But you were looking at me and, and I was like, is everything okay? You were like, what? You look great. You look incredible. I've just naturally just evolved into the new version of me in this era. Yeah. You've evolved. What I love is that you've embraced the evolution without it being about the aesthetic or without it being, oh, you know, wow, you've you. just embraced it being a natural thing. When you see all the people online who are commenting on your body, your skin yeah. looking beautiful and all this and that, how do you process that and how do you stay grounded in like, this is who I've always been. I'm always, I've always been Kiki. I think being in the industry for as long as I've been in, I already know how people are when it comes to being an entertainment uh, person or figure. So the ebbs and flows of like, oh, you're trendy, you're not trendy, you are trendy, you're not trendy. I don't, it, it is what it is. So I think when I see it, I'm like, oh, the girls are getting into it. I live for it, you know, and I live for it with them. And that's just, it is what it is. It's, you know, I'm here for every moment and I'm here for every moment that people aren't watching. Uh, but every time I'm, I'm, every time they decide to get into it, I'm getting into it with them, mm. you know? And you don't ever feel the pressure? To stay on top yeah. or to stay, yeah, to no, stay on no, honey, because I'm about getting the, keeping a job. Yeah. It's Kiki, keep a job, Palmer, not Kiki, stay in the press, Palmer. So, I mean, if the kids are eating it, then that's great. And if they're not, as long as I'm booked and busy, I'm happy because my people at home is eating. So, th so let's go back to you being a gay man trapped in the black woman's body. <laughs> so we're in Miami, me and her, and no, well, first of all, I'm in Miami with Bobby Lights. Live for Bobby. And this is what I would say the contrast with you and Rihanna is. Y'all be thinking this is Kiki Palmer, the actress, the talk shows, and Rihanna, the su superstar, whatever. They're living for the gay shenanigans <laughs> that the Bobbies and the Jason Lees are giving. Bobby calls me and Bobby says, what are you doing today? I go, Bobby, I'm not hanging out with you today. He goes, yes, you are. We're going to the pool and Kiki's coming. I said, Kiki, who? He said, Kiki Palmer. So I go there and I'm waiting for Kiki to come. Kiki walks in like <laughs> giving like 1950s glam, like just <laughs> cheetah print outfit on. I mean, you look. Roberta Cavalli giving you fashion. you need it. But I love that um, that was the follow-up to you posting the video when you were in the hospital with, you, you know, your, your baby daddy and your baby watching the Bobby Light show that yes. we, we worked on. I loved it. I get my kicks out of Zeus. Really? I mean, it's funny. I mean, I feel like it was very camp and satirical in a lot of ways. The I love you, Bobby Purr. Yeah. I love Bobby. I watched him on Love and Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, when you were on that, I was like, oh, they really giving budget. <laughs> um, and so I was into the show. It was funny. You know what I mean? They had some crazy moments, but it was a good show. And I was happy to kiki with Bobby about it. Listen, when um, when Bobby asked me, Bobby and uh, Lemuel asked me to executive produce that show with them, I said, only if I can be involved with the story. So I actually went to Miami for two weeks and was in that house every day going room to room saying, did you hear what he said? Did oh my gosh, you're so messy. I live. But that's good TV. That's what it's people- It's such good TV. TV. Wait, so the so, homeboy killed me with mother bottom, legendary <laughs> bottom, forever bottom. That was that scene. I was eating that up. Shout out to Colgate. Shout out to Colgate. Why right, do you read him down like that? And that, that was right before he got flipped in the pool. Exactly. I said, "Ooh, that really got to yeah, him." Yeah, it was a near drowning incident. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> but it was funny because I remember before Bobby knew how much you live for him, we were all on a producer call, and he goes, "We were talking about talk, uh, host for the reunion." <laughs> oh, I want Kiki. I said, "I'm not calling Kiki. <laughs> she is not hosting this ghetto shit." But little do we they, know, you watching it. But you know what? They asked me to do it for baddies, and I'm like, the girls don't want me up there. Yeah. I'm not gonna be able to keep them girls under control. They need somebody who knows how to wrangle it because it's hard at the reunion, the Zeus reunions. Oh yeah, I hosted. There were there, Jerry Springer ain't got nothing. Nothing. It's like you got to be able to wrangle the yeah. folks. You got to have some tennis shoes on. You Honey, can't do I'm it not anymore. ready for this. Yeah, no. Okay, no. But your support for the gay community is not just see because I always say when I did love and hip hop, I never wanted my sexuality to be at the forefront of who I was as a businessman. Man, yeah. because you know, typically, typically a network will um, they'll 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 make us an accessory or an ornament. Yes. What I love is that not only do you love the entertainment of it, but you're very supportive of our community. Oh, absolutely. Because I saw recently you uh, you were you received an award. Uh, yes, the Vanguard Award. And that was at the, at the uh, LGBT Center here yes. in LA with T.S. Madison, yes. who we love as well. Love T.S. Yeah. Besides being a gay man trapped in a black woman's body, <laughs> where did your affection and support uh, and not just um, uh, acceptance, but but just really um, progressively supporting our movement forward come from? Well, simply because I think it's it's worth it. I mean, I don't think that uh, anybody deserves the hate that the LGBTQ plus community receives. That's number one. So that's just me as a person. I see something happening. I, that's why I want to support. But then also, I mean, what? 
the gay community has done for the culture. I mean, specifically black gay men. I mean, there's so much that inspires who I am that I think um, it would be crazy not to acknowledge and uplift mm -hmm. in that way. Mm -hmm. Well, so do you have any family members that are gay? Yes. Not anybody in my age group. That's cute. Because I'm single at this point. No male, no no gay male no cousins. Gay really? Yeah, okay. girls though. Or that I know of. <laughs> Let me know. When I first met you, you were in a relationship with a friend of mine whose name I'm not going to bring up. <laughs> um, and then I've now seen your new man. And we could never have been roommates because we have a type. <laughs> Everybody tries to tell me that. We have a type. Do we have a type or does a type have us? <laughs> Period. I love who loves me. <laughs> I the amount of people that come up to me though and tell me like your man is gorgeous i'm like i'm here for it you're very because you're kiki you're, you're very secure okay i'm but like please because who wants somebody to say your man's hideous or do you see her man <laughs> i'm i want people to be drooling over my man okay i've definitely drooled over him at hollywood <laughs> Once we saw, you know, because some of y'all out there be getting these ugly boyfriends and girlfriends. We post y'all one time just for the kiki in the comments. I cannot. And then we Not leave the kiki it, in the comments. The kiki in the comments. Shady as hell. And then we leave it alone. But you once we started posting you, you two, we like, we love this little love story. Now, when did you decide that's going to be the one I let put a baby in me? <laughs> Why would you put it like that? Because I don't, because I'm Jason. You I'm know gone. what? I think simply it's like this. Wow, here's a person that I can depend on, somebody that's disciplined, uh, that's responsible. I mean, when I think about somebody being a father, I need somebody that I know I can count on. And that's the kind of person he was for me, mm. you know, when we were dating. He was just, the only person I experienced extreme support like that from is my family. Mm. Like seriously, and it, it was for years I used to think, man, am I ever gonna find anybody that understands my lifestyle, that's ever gonna be able to like really get it and, and be know, secure in be it, secure in yeah. it and be secure in it mm -hmm. and know how to just exist in this kind of world with me mm -hmm. other than my family. And uh, I didn't know if I was ever gonna find somebody, he's that person. And I think that's what, what set it off. And not be insecure like his brother. Yeah. You got <laughs> you scared the shit out of me real quick, but then I remembered he was on that show. I'm like, now wait a minute. It was just what type of tea is this? No, but I love his brother too. <laughs> yes, his he's been on your show. Oh, your, well, your other show. My other show. Yeah. But but I got now that he's so outspoken on social media and he just because Saranis. Shout out to Saranis. Those of you that don't know, Saranis, who was on Insecure, is the brother to the king in her life. <laughs> yes, I, come which on, king I, in my which life. I didn't know at first. Did you know that? I didn't know that at they first. They don't really look alike. They both what, what's they up both, with the family both good looking. They both good Why looking. Why everybody in their family? You know he's the shortest in his family and he's 6'5". Sharonis is 6'9 you know, and their like, other brother's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, okay, cuz when you said short, I was like he's he's taller than me. Exactly. Yeah. They family is really tall. I don't know what's going on over there. So was that a love like he was walking through the 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 food court at the Grove <laughs> and you saw him through the trolley? And said, that's him? You know, I'm very much, you know, hey, when I see what I want. So I was like, yo, I seen him at a party. We were actually at an insecure after party. Mm. And I was like, he's definitely fine. And I was just like, let me let me try to shoot my shot. Let's see what we're doing. Shoot, you, you shot I definitely was like, hey, love. Ain't nobody coming up to me. I'm intimidating. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, he would have to been like knowing for sure that yeah. I was going to say something back. Because yeah. I very much sure could have shook him off. But it just so happened, I was like, you know what, he's fine, and I know I'm, I'm gonna say something. And I wouldn't have said something, and honey, the rest is history, I suppose. But see, manifestation only comes when you put uh, that into action. Come on. Yeah, you gotta think and dream it, but you gotta put in the work. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what big bosses do. Oh, I knew that, so I was, I was thinking to myself, it's, we're transitioning. Well, well, I'm not transitioning, <laughs> I'm the G. I'm the G in LGBT. No, but look, no, the gag is, let me say this, I really feel like, because before we get to the gifts, right? Ooh. When all when Wendy left daytime, oh. and and you were hilarious on Wendy, by the way. Thank you. And that's when I knew she was gay, and that. Get, <laughs> for, for us. And I also knew that you could do talk. Oh, thank because you. Because being able to do talk, you have to be able to think quick. You gotta have personality. Yeah. You gotta be able to code switch. So you gotta be able to talk to the <laughs> girls. You gotta be able to talk to the girls. Yeah. Um. You better talk. You know. I live for this. When you look at the landscape of daytime talk now, don't you think I should I should have a daytime syndicated show? I think you would be incredible. No, you, not me. Oh, me. Oh, yes. yes. Well, we already. No. <laughs> no. I thought you were talking about you. I'm like, you. absolutely, Jason. You. I mean, I'm, I would live for it. You know, I had so much fun when I did GMA. 
I mean, first of all, Michael Strahan, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. He was so amazing in, in getting me on that show and just showing me so much respect. And I had a great time with Sarah as well. Shout outs to Sarah. I love both And then obviously, too. you know, the pandemic happened and then they kind of changed the show to a little bit more newsy. And I'm a little bit more entertainment. You know, I do like some news, you know, mm -hmm. like to stay abreast. But um, overall, you know, I like to have fun. And so, yeah, when I think about that daytime talk show space, I want people to have fun. Let's kick back. Let's get into a little tea. Let's not get too crazy, but let's enjoy the sip. But I'm thinking when Wendy left, you could have stepped in and filled that. Oh my gosh, thank I you. I think so. Yeah, I would have loved it. I would, but I'm happy for my girl Sherry Shepard. You She's know, I did it. Broadway with uh, Sherry. She played the wicked stepmother when I was um, doing Cinderella. Mm. So love Sherry. But I mean, I'm always here for a daytime talk moment, and I'm sure you know. I feel I feel good that when the when the time is right, it'll come. Would you do it? I would. Daytime every day. I would, honey. Let me tell you, especially with my baby, the daytime talk schedule is like exceptional. I remember when I was doing GMA, I would wake up at like 4 a.m. and work out. 5 a.m. I'd be headed to, to the show. I'd be ready to go out there about 7 or 8 after we do our little, you know, hey, this is what's going on today about 6.30, 7 o'clock. Go out there to the show, honey, maybe do two shows. Still would be out before 1 p.m. And, and Day is over. And the bag is right. And the bag is, the bag is. <laughs> then you can spend the rest of the day Criminal. making a, a little baby boy or another baby girl. Okay. Come on, because we got to get these kids cause, out. Because one thing about Sarah, what I said was Sarah. Sarah, yep. Sarah had a kid every season. It didn't she? And didn't miss a beat and still looked and flawless. And we'll be pumping in the bag. Yeah. That's my girl. She's also a Virgo. Wait, so what was the um, what was the GMA host? The yes. black man that was dating a white girl. Anyway, I can't think of it. We'll the black that. man who was dating a white girl. You're Remember talking the, about the man that just... Um, the co-host. No, they were co-hosts. TJ Holmes. TJ Holmes. Yes. Did you ever work with TJ? A little bit. Mm. We worked when we'd be in passing. Um, on the network, because you know how ABC or Disney is. You're mm. always going to end up cross-collabing somehow, but yeah. So when you saw that all go down, did you go, see, this is why y'all should have kept me. Because <laughs> I, I was already here and I wasn't looking for nobody. I was just, I, you know, I got to be honest, I am a Virgo, so I was like calling my friend, oh my goodness. So what happened? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I definitely was like, you're kidding me. DeAndre, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Shout out to DeAndre Tristan. Okay, we got a gift for you. But I'm going to open her gift because she got the glove. You oh, know, thanks, darling. Let me, if, can you hand it to me, though? Yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> Why are we acting so lazy? Can you hand it to me, please? Because it's over there. Okay, I'm going to open it for her now. Have I opened it again? I love all the zebra bags. It's really giving me what I want. My mama white, my daddy black. Goodbye. I can't. I can't. <laughs> First, she's a big boss. And I think there's money oh my in gosh, there too. I love, is this money? Yes. I love this. This is so cute. Okay. Oh my gosh. So do you know the, the transition? No, oh, it's not. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was about to just pick it up and take it home. You can take it and spend it if you want. You'll be Kiki in the jail. <laughs> so, not you created a network. Yes. Why? What? Why did you decide? I'm gonna give you this gift next. Okay. Why did you decide? to start your own network on top of every other responsibility mm -hmm. you already have and then putting all your own personal money into it. Well, honestly, I feel like, especially after I did Nope, I kind of just was like, okay, you know, this has been like my second, I don't want to say my second chapter or my, my what, is that, what is that movie that Jennifer Lopez did? My second, what she did? My second. I just watched her in Mother when she, she was, was running around, you know, killing everybody. <laughs> I love her. I love how it's like she always was whooping ass, but now she's whooping ass as a mother. As a mother. I live for the drama of that all. Wait, Anyhow. wait, wait, wait. Let me just, okay, my little. What is this? Just here. Oh, well, you already know how I am with this, honey. We was in the mother, what does it say? Okay! <laughs> Why did you just eat this? <laughs> honey, I'm a mother. <laughs> Baby, this is everything. Yeah, shout out to Marie. Oh my gosh, I love this. We, we ordered that. Uh oh, shit, let me not get the stuff on me. <laughs> this is everything. I know, she, Kiki it's loves a fan. Oh my gosh, I live for a fan, whether it's Southern Belle or when we was at the club, honey, <laughs> we was going off on girls, well, girls, <laughs> girls, girls. I'm a mother. This is everything. For all the drag queens Oh my out gosh, there. I love yeah. you. Okay, good, okay, we got it right. Yes. Okay, so the network, Key Okay, TV. yeah, so the network. Key TV. So I think for me, I've been in the industry for so long, and in a lot of ways it's amazing, but also it's a lot of pressure when it's just you, mm -hmm. right? When you think about like Kiki Palmer, that's the brand. Um, and I kind of felt like, well, I don't, I don't always want to be the talent. I think I'll always perform, right? But I like to Tyler Perry it every now and then and you know, just pull it on back and mm -hmm. be able to rest and have a family and also invest in other people than myself. I think, um, you know, I'm very happy about the career that I've 
you know, accomplished thus far, but I want to be able to learn how to manifest what I've created for myself and to other opportunities for others. I mean, let's just talk about it. Like, I grew up watching people like Diddy do things like Revolt. Um, you know, I've been able to Where see... Where this show airs. Right. right. And so it's all about, to me, about taking the brand you have and trying to figure out how to create opportunities outside of that, um, bringing more opportunities to other people like yourself. So mm -hmm. Key TV is not just about bringing you great shows, you know, with new talent, but also teaching a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes. I'm very excited about that. I grew up on watching PBS. As you know, PBS was something that everybody could watch. So mm -hmm. Key TV is, all you gotta do is subscribe to YouTube and Facebook. It's not, we're not charging you anything extra because I want everybody to have access to it to learn about the industry and also enjoy seeing some new people get opportunities that maybe they wouldn't otherwise have had. Cause, but know, I, but I love that though, because one of the biggest challenges I had coming into the space that I'm in is the only door I could find at the time was Love & Hip Hop. That wasn't yes. the door that I wanted to go through. Of and I course. feel like when it comes to people of color, oftentimes you get routed into spaces that may bring in, there's no shade to anybody out there, no, low no. vibrational energy, which doesn't push the culture forward. It's, or one or one path that yeah. maybe just isn't for yeah. you, right? We, you know, we need, that's the thing, you know, when we get critical of our black creatives or whatever you have, and I think we're really trying to criticize the fact that there's not enough options. What I'm that's saying, really that's what, what I'm saying. That's really when, the criticism. When, that's why when Mona Scott Young gets the hit, for love and hip hop, yeah. she's creating an option. Yes, she has. But but the people and the powers to be that have all the resources typically yeah. don't provide other alternative options. Is yeah, we're saying yeah, the same thing. that's really the thing. And I mean, I hope hopefully we can change that. We we've seen a lot of different people, like you know, for instance, Donald Glover, Jordan Peele, Issa Rae, Quinta Brunson. I love Tyler Perry. Obviously, he's been around. I mean, he's been since I, before I got into the industry. But we've just seen how they have created different lanes. And I hope that that continues because black is not a monolith. And that's really all we're saying. Mm -hmm. I hate when sometimes as a black creative, you get so criticized for your point of view, because as an artist, you should be able to have your point of view. The truth is, we just want more of our point of views to be heard and seen. And so hoping well, that well, can happen. Well, that's why I didn't understand the criticism, uh, the, you know, back in the day when Spike Lee would criticize Tyler Perry. I hate when people criticize Tyler. Yeah, it's different. We're not a monolith. There's different yeah. appetites for different type of content. You and he's speaking to someone. Yeah. I mean, he's speaking to a community. To a, to he's saying something and, and showing something that must be that we, we can't live in a world with Krishan Chris, and Blueface and you say Tyler Perry's shows are ridiculous. <laughs> right. 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 Because he's talking to somebody that may have walked that path. <laughs> right. And that maybe wants to get uplifted or they've gone. You know, whatever it is, there's a lane for that, and, and it shouldn't be judged. Right. I mean, Tyler Perry. At the end of the day, if you have not done what Tyler Perry has done, I don't really want to hear it. Well, and then when you go to Tyler Perry Studios, it's like, there's too much land here that you'll get tired walking around thinking about Tyler Perry at the Tyler Perry Studios. I'm howling. It's insane. But and also one of the kindest people yeah. ever. That's the other thing. Shout out to Lemuel Plummer, who yes. built the Zeus Network. Because yes. again, people criticize, him. people criticize him. But as a black man, he created his own network. And you don't have to watch it, right? If yeah. you don't, if, you know, I don't like every movie that I don't know who I can name, you know, Jack Black's done or yeah. whoever the name would be. You're not gonna like everything everybody does, but it is amazing to see that somebody can accomplish something. You know, I remember when Lamel was talking to Sharon about me doing reality TV, mm -hmm. and this was when I was like 16 and 17. So to see that he has grown from being a producer of very popular reality television shows and then created his own network, I love that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to always like everything everybody do, you know what I mean? But if somebody is building something in a space for, in a home for other people to, to tell their story, I mean, then good for you, mm -hmm. you know? Well, this is why I also wanted to have you on the show too, because I do believe there are certain celebrities who catch this fire in the industry and, and have success, then cross over into white fame, because you have the black fame and you get the white fame, and sure. then they forget black platforms, they forget black storytellers, they, they, they forget uh, the black talk show hosts, and they just move on. And I feel like you've always been grounded in your blackness, but also been very supportive of the culture, supportive of oh, all of us you. that are doing what we're doing. What do you think about, or what would you say to black celebrities or black public figures who forget their way on their journey? Well, everybody has a different POV. I, I don't know if I would say anything to them or, 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 or to fully say they quote unquote have forgotten their way. I think that um, everybody has a different value system. And I think for me coming in, from, as you know, doing Akilah and the Bee, my value system has always been based off of what can I bring to my community? How can I open up doors for my community? Um, you know, I grew up hearing about people like Ruby D, Ozzy Davis, Muhammad Ali, and so to, to 
remove myself from the black community so much to the point where they can no longer see myself see themselves in me seems like a great disservice and a disservice to the platform I've been given you know since I was very young it's always been important to get in front of my folks so they can see that whatever I've accomplished they can accomplish too so it's it's very purposeful to always make sure that my that connection is strong because I want us all to get here mm-hmm. and I want us to, you know, I want to share the information and I want you to feel like you can touch me. Um, you know, and, and so that's, that's important to me. That might not be important to everybody. And I'm not saying that it's wrong or that it's right, but it always has been to me. Is that the same intentionality you're putting behind key TV? 1000%, mm-hmm. 1000%. That's what it's about. It's and also about young folks coming mm-hmm. up, you know, to trying to give them the information and the tools that they need. Uh, you know what I mean? But also I, I'm still somebody that believes that, we need more mentorship, so giving it up to the old heads or whatever you want to call it, because I've learned so much by being around people that have are, are far wiser and more experienced than I am. So bridging those gaps as well. Um, yeah, well, we need the mentors, but we also need to be able to be mentored. Because I've been so going true. through a thing where I've been trying to mentor people, and you get to a point where you like, fuck it, you're going to just go to prison anyway. you just going to lose up. You ain't going to make The other day, I went to go speak to some seventh graders. I have to tell you. Oh, my gosh, tell me this. I don't do have the, the patience. Getting? I don't. I have two dogs that, you know, I can put them in a crate. You can't, you know. Well, you can't put kids Not in, you can't put the kids in a crate, you, Well, unless you're Trump, you can't. You know what I mean? But but I'm talking to these seventh graders. Let me and, pick up my face. And they're not listening to me, right? They're just talking, and they're on their cell phones. I said, okay, yeah. listen. I'm about to go, but look, some of you are going to be in prison, some of you are going to die, and some of you, you are going to be You know, that reminds me of that Dr. Umar. Some of y'all kids going to have to go to sleep. For God! <laughs> Did you see that clip? When he's no. like, I can't, you know, psychologize and psychologize all of y'all kids. Some of y'all sleep's going to have to go to sleep. For God! I'm like, why would you say that? But I got, the, he probably got their attention because they all looked at me. I said, now, you don't have to die. You can all be successful, but you got to focus. And the principal was like, well, thank you, Jason, for coming to this I cannot. Yeah. I mean, it is hard. I do think a lot of times so much has changed. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is a, that's what I love about uh, Quinta Brunson's show, Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. It's a lot about this. Mm-hmm. The older generation, and the younger generation and how to get them to meet. You know, you got Shirley Ralph's character. Who's and you fabulous. Got, who's fabulous, but she's on the old school side. Yeah, yeah. Then you got Quinta Brunson's character who's like, I know the answers because I'm a new kid. And it's a lot of the episodes and a lot of, you know, just one of the themes of that show is like bridging the gap between the older generation, what they just know through experience, and the younger generation, what they know because they don't have experience Mm -hmm. and they haven't been told no and Mm -hmm. they're not jaded, they're not bitter. And I wish that we could There has to be a mutual appreciation and respect for where you're both at. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, I mean, I don't know what you know, can contribute to that, but I would hope because I feel like my generation, the millennials and Gen Zs, we have great ideas, but we'll be like banging on the door and as soon as we get into the room, we're like, so what was the strategy? Right, right. <laughs> and then the old heads is like, that's why we wasn't banging because we was trying to figure out the strategy for 20 years. Right. And so it's like, we got to find a way, like, let's take your 20-year-old strat, let's take your 20-year-old strategy and mix it with our ambition and like our fearlessness and let's figure out how to like make the change we're trying to make. But that's what I love about Shirley Rob because you bring her up. She was at the um, uh, Essence Black Women uh, uh, brunch and she was talking about her journey. And mm-hmm. a lot of people were saying, oh, you've arrived. And I loved how humble she is. Yeah. And, and she, she's like, I've always been here. I'm enjoying the experience of where I am right now. But I'm, it isn't lost on me that this was hard work. Yeah, and she's the original dream girl. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, well, you she's know, y'all been sleeping, but that's fine. But again, that's what I was telling you when we were talking about earlier. The industry is like this. And the generations and the audience changes. So a lot of times what people consider to be new has always been around. I remember Luther Vandross said that one time. He had did an Those interview. of you that don't know who Luther Vandross is. Because y'all don't listen to nothing that ain't on TikTok. Nowadays, oh if it's not on TikTok and you don't got some Now they about to do a Dance With My Father remix. Dance with my, dance with my, dance with my, dance with my, dance with my father. That would actually now kill. Now this turns did into I, a t- I, Yo, did I just make a hit? <laughs> dance with my father, dance with my, dance with my father. That would hit. If you disrespect Luther Vandross like that, <laughs> just yo. die. No, Luther Vandross was the first... Person who made me think I was gonna marry a woman the here and now. I can't. Come to find out he was gay. Ain't that something? Like I was singing the here and now with a woman at the altar from a game. That's some convincing. Right? (laughs) That brother can sing. Well, it didn't happen. It's not gonna happen. (laughs) But you know, let that TikTok y'all about to create rest in peace. Okay, no. So okay, big back to the big boss. Yes. 
So besides Big Boss Key TV Network, now you, you got a movie. Yes. Did you see it? I have not seen it yet, okay. but I got all the cliff notes and I'm watching it today. Period. I yes. did see that Sharon made a cameo and she, she is now bringing to life. <laughs> Sharon said, I'm out here now. I'm in the street. Sharon is out here, y'all. Yeah. I was so happy. Yes. I'm so excited. I didn't even know I was going to be doing this movie. You know, I was talking to Big Billy Clark, my music manager. Shout out to Big Billy Clark. Shout out to actually, Big Billy. I don't know if you remember he introduced us. So he was the one who first introduced That's the us. Big Billy Clark is the plug. Yeah, and he's really good people. Yes. Like, just a good person. I've known Billy since I was 12 when yeah. I did my first record deal with Atlantic Records. Mm -hmm. So we have been tight for years. Um, and Big Billy is one of the reasons why I lost weight, because he lost all that damn weight. He definitely did. He, yeah, he, used he ain't to put even the Big, big Billy no more. Like, Let's start with that. He used to put the big in the Big Billy. Now right. he's just Billy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But yeah, he um, we were talking because we had, you know, he connected me to Tricky Stewart. He was like, yo, let's get this new project. I'm like, let's do this. We did a great project together. And then we were kind of thinking about like, okay, so how do we want to roll this out? You know, do we, are we going to do that? One, two, three, A, B, C, you know, oh, here's a single, here's a thing. You know, what's the way we're going to do it? <clears throat> and he kind of just like sat me down and was like, honestly, yeah, I feel like you got to do, do this like in a way that only you could do it. You know, I, you act, I think you could tell a story with this. I think you could, you know, really take it, you know, really give something visual that only, that's specific to you. And I was like, I don't know, Billy, you know, cause for years I used to always try, or, or the world I should say, and maybe not even the world, maybe really just the music industry, always made me feel like, well, this is you as an artist. This is not you as a actor. And really I'm an overall entertainer. So you can't really separate the actor from Kiki or the musician from the actor. See, it's, I was going to ask you, you know, about that because I do feel like when you've reached a certain level of success in film or in music, they have a really hard time allowing you to do both. Yeah, like but it's they, like, like they only get married to one part of you. And it's like, what happened to the musical theater kids? Right. Like, what, what, you know, I'm Broadway girl. I'm a theater. The Shirley Rouse. The like we yeah. can we I I grew up in pretty much the MGM kind of like training system when you think about Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. That's nothing but the old MGM model where they literally are just creating Sammy Davis Juniors and Mickey Rooney's and you know Marilyn Monroe's. You got to do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me it was always so irritating that I that I always felt like. I was I had to be trained to not lean into all of my skills, and so when he when he said that and I kind of sat down and I thought of, you know I was like you know what yeah, and I just was sitting down in my house and I was in New, in New York and I just wrote the script that is Big Boss and really told a told a story that I didn't even know I wanted to tell. So you wrote, sang, act, you produced it. Yep. So you did everything. I did everything. Funded it. That's what a superstar does. <laughs> Stop. Because not even Beyonce don't even have visuals out for. Um, What's this album? Renaissance. Not too much on my girl. Not too much on my girl. I knew she would stick up for you, B. That's the only reason why I <laughs> Virgo, <said that>. period. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I knew the big Virgo energy was in the room. No, but I mean, it's stars like her, like you, yeah. who are like, but that's why, that's why I have to go back. I'm, I'm not a fan of microwavable talent. Like TikTok, social media, it's a powerful tool if you use it for distribution of the talent. Sure, But sure. if it's the thing that is the thing that determines the creation of the talent. I mean, I don't know. I think everything is different and everybody is not, uh, uh, you know, a slave to the craft, mm -hmm. so to speak. Everybody, some, some, some pop times people want a little something different. Mm -hmm. And I totally respect that. For me, I'm definitely somebody that like, I live, eat and breathe the industry. And that could be annoying or not, but it's just like, that's what I grew up, you know, my mother went to, was in theater. Her and my father met doing theater. So they kind of, I take it so seriously, mm -hmm. but sometimes it's not. And I think that there's a space for that too. Yeah, like you'll pull up to The View in front of Whoopi Goldberg and manifest your own role. Okay. Because if there's an opportunity, Whoopi, you know what to call me. So do you, you're, you know, a lot of people are afraid to do that. Like I had, like, really? yeah, like I asked Nick Cannon for, I was joking around with him in an interview and said, I want to be on Wild and Out. I had no plan to be on a Wild and Out. Well, you've always done that. No. You have all, I, since I know you be like, well, let me see, can I do that? Oh, I'm a manifester yeah, you in always, that way. yeah. Yeah, but I guess, I, but yeah. But people are afraid of doing that? Yes. Wow. I guess my thing is. Because it what, takes a certain level lose? of humility to be able to say, okay. I want this or I want that, you know? Well, yeah, if that's true, then yeah, because I really do try to keep it all the way humble and down to the to the ground with it, because I feel like I just always want to learn. I never want to. I feel like to have another attitude would mean that you feel like you've already made it. And if this is me making it, then the ceiling's too low. Mm -hmm. You know, even if somebody would say, Kiki Palmer, you're everything, you're this, you're that. I'm like, man, I love when people say her star's on the rise. Cause I'm like, shit, where I'm going? Yeah. Cause we are already in, in space, <laughs> you know? So how far can we push it? You know? So for me, I always try to keep it like, yeah, where else can we go with it? Mm. Um, because I don't, I don't ever want it to end. 
So when you've done it all and you've been doing it for 20 years and you're not even 30 yet, which is crazy. You know 30, you're going to love 30. Yes, I'm so, I can see 30 over here and I already didn't heard what it is. I can feel the 30 in my bones and it already comes with such Okay, what does grace. it feel like for you? I really don't care about folks. And okay. I really don't care about like not giving people time that I don't oh, have. Oh no, that's 40. Honey, pff, oh, I'm 40. 40. Oh, I'm 45. When you see a person coming, you're like, nope, don't even want to talk to you. I already <laughs> know what you're about to do. Oh, yeah. I feel so, you know, it used to take so much for me sometimes to tell people knowing stuff like that. It used to be, I don't know if it was like a little effect of the child actor syndrome where you always had to be so polite. You want to please? Yeah, yeah. you want to please? Yes, yes. And now I'm like, no. And then I was still able to smile. No, I'm so sorry, I can't. See, okay, so great. now I feel good about telling you when you asked me to go to the club. No. Oh, you told my ass no. No. I was like, okay, and then you talked me into not going, but I still win. <laughs> Kiki Byrne, then Miami. Her friend is behind the camera over here from Miami. I don't know how she survived. Oh my gosh, we had so much fun. That's what, that was when we went ended up going to the club with Trey and Lorianne Gibson, and they had us turned up. And oh my gosh, my girlfriend. <laughs> I got to tell you this real quick. This is a crazy story from that night. So we decided to go to the club, right? Uh -huh. And, um, you know, we were like, we're going to turn it up. This is our last night in Miami. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I'm with Darius, and Darius is like, yo, like, that's Mike Tyson over there sitting uh -huh. right beside us. Uh -huh. And I'm like, yo, that's Mike Tyson over there sitting right beside us. And he's like, yo, we should go say hi. I said, ah. Uh. Because I done been in the clubs, and I'm sure you know. Yes. Everybody is not trying to say hello in the club. No, that's no. the I done got cussed out. Like, yeah. that's like the last place to be like, hi. Th th they're escaping all they of could that. Be, somebody could be drinking on yeah. drugs, whatever. Yeah. They're not looking to say hi. Mm. They don't even want you to know it's them. Mess around and get your whole ear bit off. Honey. So I was like, I was like, babe, I'm not saying nothing to Mike Tyson. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, we're not meeting him tonight. Yeah. And so then my best friend, Nora, she comes over. She's like, what are you guys talking about? And I'm like, hey, girl, I was like, so... Wait, was she, has she been taking shots? Oh, yeah. She's like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> I was like, girl, so... <laughs> I was like, Darius want to go up to Mike Tyson. And I, kinda, I really do want to go up to Mike Tyson, too. Like, we're both really big fans. But I'm too scared. I'll do it. I was like, Nora, this motherfucker Mike Tyson. Yeah. Like, you sure you want to go up to... I'll do it. I was like, okay, go do it. She goes over there. We watch her. Literally seconds before she touches Mike Tyson's arm. Somebody grabs her. I turn away to Darius. I'm like, they got her. <laughs> <laughs> they got her. And then she comes back over there. And I'm scared because I don't know what she's going to, like, yeah. is she, she going to be spooked? Is she going to be in tears? Like, what's going to be the vibe? She's like, they don't know what's going on. My best friend's a superstar. I'll be right back. I said, this bitch is crazy. She, no, she's determined. I said, what kind of Hennessy have we been drinking? Because she said, my best friend's a superstar. Give me a moment. She goes over there and I don't, at this point, I'm not looking back anymore. All of a sudden I hear, I see her grab my arm. She said, Mike Tyson's ready to meet you. <laughs> we go over there, Mike Tyson give us hugs. He's nice. Us. I was like. You, wait, you need to go on his podcast, the Mike Tyson podcast. I'm, I did it. I am here. Yes. For, when I tell you, because first of all, I just can't even believe all the things that Mike Tyson has overcome and yes. just what he's been able to do for himself. Over the decades. Career. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. And we're so, we saw the show, so we're huge fans, of, but, but it's like at the end of the day, he's, he's, he's got golden gloves. Yeah. Like, be careful. Yeah. You don't want to run up and touch him too soon. But shout outs to Nora, because I could not believe. <laughs> she was like, my best friend is a superstar. I said, shit, I'm a superstar. And this is the what? power of Hennessy and why y'all need to put this, <laughs> put this brown juice down. You you went over and snatched on the the heavyweight champion of the world who beat somebody in okay. 19 seconds and drug your friend she over. She had no fear. And then I'm telling you, and Mike was like, and his friend, they were like, you're nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm a superstar. <laughs> so I've heard. But no, but crazy. I love that. That's determination. But see, determination, you got to don't mix it with the Henny, though, because oh, it, could, it could end up. But yeah. this is what I love about you is the, the, the humility. Like we had a good time in Miami at a pool party that That's ended so up having us walk to a gay club, oh my gosh, walk so blocks. And we're trying to like hide Kiki everywhere we go. But she's <laughs> this walking down South Beach. But we had a good time, and oh I really—it so was, was good to see you have fun. And, yes, you know. and I'd like to—you know—I know that people recognize me and that that whole thing. But I like to live real experiences. I think that's why I've always really loved New York, because sometimes in LA people are looking for a celebrity, and that can be—excuse uh, me—in LA people can be looking for a celebrity, so it can be a little bit like you can't really sometimes have that normalcy that you can mm -hmm. be looking for. Um, so I love being on the East Coast. You know, I love being in New York. I love Miami and stuff like that, because a lot of times it's just kind of like low stakes and, and, and I could just have fun, you know, as, as I would if I wasn't maybe as recognizable. See, I don't do a lot of like 
put in a bunch of celebrities in a room to have a celebrity moment because I, I don't yeah. like this shit and I don't like celebrities who much. act like celebrities. It's just too much pressure. Mm -hmm. But I did call you the other night and I said, Christian Louboutin is in town and we're having a small little dinner. I will tell you, you missed the most don't make me feel fabulous dinner. Tiffany came. She wanted to see you. She was going to surprise mm -hmm. you. She was there. But then it was just all my friends who are not in the industry, but they're people who are aspiring to be whatever they want to be, models, actors, whatever. What I, the reason why I always like getting people around Christian is he's a black man. And people, I don't know if everybody knows that, Christian Louboutin is African. He's, he's Egyptian. He's black. And I taught him that he was ratchet at dinner. I Come said, on, you're you ratchet. taught him. Yeah, he says ratchet. Now how did he not know he that? He said, what is ratchet? So last night at his party, he had a party last night, Beyonce's song, uh, bougie, class, you know, whatever. Classy, bougie. He said, Ratchet, he taught me that last night. <laughs> you would have lived for him. Y'all, I have to we get you. We probably would have lived. I'll get you together at some point. I would love that because yeah. it was one of those times where I was like, I done pumped for Leo and now I'm looking like a hag on the side of the bed. Not like, pumped for Leo. Child, I had to pump. This breastfeeding is a mother sucker. Wait, so do you have to breastfeed all day or is it like. I pumped on the way here. In the car? In the car. And then what do you do? Do you pass it off to somebody? I pass it off to Tevin, my assistant, and he packs it up and puts it in his fridge. That's a lot it's of a whole system. And I mean, I do it to the breast as well. You know, we do the breastfeeding to the breast as well. But, you know, sometimes when mama's got to go to work, she's got to pump so he can have it on call. Anything for my boy. Okay, at what. <laughs> first of all, I apologize that you're a Virgo, but I'm glad that your son's and a what Leo. Are you, I'm a Leo. Oh, you're a Leo. So my son. Let me tell you, but my, I done already did my son's chart. Of course I did. Okay. His rising is a Leo, and his son is a Pisces, and his moon is a Taurus. So what does all that mean? So what it's telling me Because so I know you're into astrology. I'm into astrology. <laughs> like, if, what is your man? What is his sign? Oh, I know his Don't too. Don't say Capricorn or uh, Gemini. No. Okay, because those so are his evil. son is an Aquarius, okay. and his rising and his moon are both Tauruses. So, you know, he's that Okay, word, okay. Know? Okay, but, you, so I know you're in astrology because we're about to get into that too. <gasps> So what it kind of means is, now, hopefully I don't mess up on this, but the rising <laughs> is essentially like what people see when they first meet you. It's like the, the rising, it's kind of like your presenting sign. So Leo, I mean, that means he's charming, gorgeous, immediately charismatic, takes over the room. That's, <laughs> that's what, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I know that he's my son, but he's really cute. Yes. <laughs> and anytime he's in a room, all eyes are on him. Again, he's a baby. We'll see how that tracks as he gets older. <laughs> but the sun, obviously, that's kind of like what they say that you're, you're, you're sending to, right? That's what you're growing into, your sun sign. And he's a Pisces. We all know that Pisces are extremely creative. Mm -hmm. Usually have really good senses of humor. Um, what else about Pisces? They're sensitive. And that doesn't always mean like crying, but it's like they're, they're, they're intuitive and they can feel <laughs> things. And I definitely feel like, child, I had this moment with my son coming back on a plane somewhere. And I was looking into my baby's eyes and I could tell that it was like, it went very spiritual for me. I was like, we're meeting again. Mm. That's what it felt like. It felt like, you know, life can be crazy. Life can be difficult. And I think for me growing up in the church, it's always like that promise that God has for you that things are going, you, you're always going to get your turn. No matter what, you're always going to get your turn. Things can be hard. You might fall. You might, you know what I mean? but you're gonna always get your turn. Things are gonna come around. When I looked at my baby's eyes, I feel like my baby was like from another life being like, it's our time. It was just crazy. So anyway, that's the Pisces. That could be the, the sentiment of that there. And then the moon sign is apparently like who you are deep down, people that's really close to you get to know. And that's the Taurus. That's the I'm homebody, I'm earthy, I'm grounded and all that good stuff. Mm. So if I'm a Leo, 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 what does that mean? <gasps> What? Gas. What they say? Ooh, jump scare. Is that a bad thing? No, it's not. Because honestly, I... Because I did my chart. I'm a Leo, Leo, Leo. And so they're different in each placement. So the Leo and the sun is not going to mean the same thing as the Leo and the rising of the Leo and the moon. You're a Leo, all three of your big three? Yes. Interesting. I've got to do your chart. Yes. And read into that. And then you can tell me more about me. I'm going to tell you more. <laughs> because, wow. Okay. Well, now it's time to play again. All right. Well, look. We say in this room we sipping more cappuccino than spilling tea, but the games are tea. Come on. Okay, so the first game we're gonna play is a game called Smash or Pass. And this is a game where, you know, we usually will put up the face of an individual and say, would you smash or pass? But since you already smashing, 
we're, we're gonna pass on that version of it, but we're gonna do That's smash. That's so sweet of you and classy. We're gonna do smash a <laughs> Right. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that about me. <laughs> There's a paddle right here at the end of your oh. at the end of your chair. Okay, right Got there. Got it. Now, uh, on one side it says pass, on this side it says uh, smash. Okay. And we're gonna do the um, zodiac edition. Oh my gosh, I love you for this. Let's get into it. I don't know the zodiac as much as she does, but you all know that every time I start a show, I try to find out what the, I knew you were in the zodiac. We knew we would get to it, but I would start by knowing who I was talking to. And if I was talking to this individual, I already know the show was going to go down the drain. A Capricorn. Really? This is the thing about Capricorns. Big, pa are... Wait, pastors, you, you like the Capricorns? or? You... It's, okay, let's... <laughs> Let's get into it. The reason why is because they're very sneaker and sneaky, and sometimes they can be big liars. Liars still. I'm so sorry if you're a Capricorn out there, but you know you lie. Yes, yes. I don't know. Sometimes they just live a like, like if they really, they, you, you don't know if they really love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they do, then, then you've got somebody good, yeah. but they just don't love anyone. No. It's really interesting. They love, I, they love to lie. They love their kids. <laughs> That's it. Okay, um, I know all the Capricorns, every time I talk about y'all, y'all be in the comments. I'm not going to change. It's a big thing. Okay, cool. Uh, next one. I'm so excited. Aquarius. Now, I don't really know about the Aquariuses. Okay, so we're smashing, we're smashing them. Yeah, I, I mean, Aquarius is, Darius is an Aquarius. Darius okay. is an Aquarius. And Aquarius are very quirky. They're eclectic. They're strange. But they're so loyal. And they are just good people. They're interesting. It's never a dull moment. They are air sign right so they're just always full of fun and exciting things you can trust them you can you can trust an Aquarius you gotta you gotta make I mean, this is the thing Aquarius won't waste their time and you'll know if they if if you can't trust them mm. but if you feel like you could trust them you can mm. so when you met Darius you didn't know he was Aquarius but then as you did you do you read him as his own like do you I think he's 100% like an Aquarius yes because he's like odd Aquariuses are like they go to the beat of their own drum and mm. they're so they're like confident in their choices. They're they're okay with standing outside of the crowd. And I think that's probably the thing that attracted me the most. And that's rings true for any Aquarius, mm. guy or girl. They're very much okay with like sticking out like a sore thumb. Mm. Okay, this is next time I got a lot of y'all in my life, including my baby mama Rihanna. Ooh, oh, I already know. So this is the thing. Okay, hold I on. Think... Smash your pass. See, she's doing disclaimers. We're not doing no disclaimers. <laughs> Put this she about to she, I know is smash. Okay. Because I feel that they're very passionate. <laughs> Something about it tells me that Pisces have passion amongst ends, but also that sensitivity can make them go off in a, in a minute. Mm. It's like they can love you and they can rock with you, and then I feel like it's kind of like when they feel unsettled, things can get it, rocky. It can get, it can get bad. You know, we're going into the waters. At rocky. ASAP Rocky. Oh, hilarious. But Pisces, I think that they're so fabulous at the same time. So it's, yeah. this is difficult. Yeah. I know a lot of creatives that are Pisces. Yes, me too. Right. I mean, I love all the Pisces that I know. I mean, I, I just had was talking to Tim Story. Pisces, amazing. Talking to Aziz Ansari, amazing. Jordan Peele, amazing. So, I, I mean, my son, a Pisces, amazing. So uh, Pisces, I know, are, are amazing. True story. I found Tim Story's American Express credit card in a restaurant kitchen 24 years ago. <gasps> I didn't know who he was at the time. Oh, amazing But director. my friend there knew. And she was like, oh, my God, that's the director. Anyway, yeah, I should have went and ran that card up. <gasps> Not ran the man's card up. Yeah, it was a platinum. It had <laughs> yeah, money. Oops, sorry, Tim. That's a story. <laughs> no, that was a horrible pun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, me, now this next, I know this is a fire sign. The Aries. <laughs> pa we're passing on the Aries? Why? There's a lot of passion, though, isn't it? Uh, too arrogant. Really? Oh, yes. They just always know so much. <laughs> no. They know too much sometimes. The Aries, every time that I've dealt with the Aries, and my dad's an Aries. My dad is so like, <laughs> but I love him. He's amazing. He's funny. But Aries, sometimes they just are so like, you know. Hmm. Okay. No. Well, we're passing on y'all. All right. This next sign I don't know nothing about either. Taurus. I don't know if it'll be memorable. They're not going to be memorable. I don't know. Don't you feel like they I just go in any, between the weeds? I don't know any Tauruses, and if I've met them, I don't remember them. That's what I'm saying. No yeah. offense to y'all. No offense to any of y'all, right? I just got to keep it real. But Tauruses, I feel like sometimes they just so lay low. You know what I mean? But I feel like yeah, they be and I like I like somebody that's out there like it I like gives I a little bit yeah, of presence. yeah 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 don't yeah. disappear yeah yeah okay these other people right here can disappear though the Gemini 
But it would be a good time, wouldn't it? It would be a good time. <laughs> It'd be a good time, wouldn't and it? And that's the thing. We want the good time, we but not for time. a long time. because. It, but it, we're not talking about relationship or past. Okay, we're just talking about you hanging said, out. Okay. You said smash. For like a weekend. I feel like they've got it. I feel like that's why everybody keep getting in trouble. That's why everybody hates them. <laughs> right. Because they smashing past them. <laughs> right. No, Gemini's could be a lot. They're good friends. My art director is a Gemini. They're a lot of fun. Dating-wise, nah. It's hard to keep them interested and engaged. Yeah. I'm telling you, air signs sometimes can be that way. So a Gemini's an air sign. It's an air sign. Yeah, Gemini, Aquarius, and Libra are air signs. Okay. All right. This next one. Cancer. They're emotional. They're going to give you what you're looking for, but it also can get rocky. Really? Because cancers, if you... I mean, if, they cry a lot. They're emotional. I, I feel like they will... They will read you for filth. A cancer? A cancer usually has a lethal tongue. I've never been. Really? Oh, yes. They I didn't will, know that. You do the wrong thing and you're getting red down. <laughs> really? Oh, yes. Okay, if you're a cancer out there, please message me. I want to be red. <laughs> I, I, you know, because the, the, next, the next sign is me. And I, I'm a Leo. Oh, yeah. I love a good 1, Leo. 1,000%. I love a good 1, Leo. 1,000% because they're fierce and delusional. I live for y'all's delusions. Absolutely. Absolutely. You Leos are delusional. Why are all your people in the background <laughs> shaking their head yes in agreement? Are we really delusional? Y'all are delusional. But it's the delusional that you need. Didn't you say you're, anytime you're manifesting king or queen? Yes. You're delusional. Okay. You guys are delusional and it's lovely. I love it about you guys. That's why y'all always like end up getting what you want because you literally just made everybody believe it. Because you believe <laughs> Facts. it. Facts. You know who shares the same exact birthday with me? Who? Angela Bassett. Oh my gosh, I love Angela. I know, I know. I we know. already know. Yeah. She's everything. You, what did she say when she was at the award? If God is with you, then who can be against you? <laughs> no one. Wait, why are you the only person that can impersonate Angela Bassett to a T? I think it's the cheekbones and it's all in the mouth. Yeah. I'm Angela. When she didn't win the Oscar, were you upset like me? Uh, you know what? This is My thing with this is that, you know... I think it's amazing to win an Oscar, right? I think it's amazing to win any award. But I personally don't feel like Angela Bass is any less or more talented with an Oscar. Mm -hmm. I think she's always motherfucking Angela Bass. And queen. I feel that way about everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't need anybody that I think is amazing. I think they're amazing not because they have an award. Mm -hmm. You know, it personally for me, if I had to choose what validation I would want or what would be interesting or what we would be fighting for, it'd be the damn box office, right? Right, right. Her movie did well. Or or equal pay. Or, or equal pay. Things that actually matter, yeah. Things that actually let, people, mm -hmm. let me know that people liked my work or that, and, I'm, and I get it. A board of people liking your work, that is huge. But that's not the masses. Mm -hmm. That's a particular group of people, you know what I mean? And so I just think that longevity and being loved by many is and far being the best at your art it's far more superior than somebody else saying giving you an award for i that. live for angela okay i already know what you're going to say about this next group of people i already know too actually it's a pass really <sighs> you passing on your own people i had to in this way honestly <laughs> honestly to be one is incredible it's to no one it, yes okay <laughs> okay but why pass why pass on the on the um virgo Okay, if it's a Virgo woman, yeah. Ugh, Virgo man, get somebody else to do it. You know, just too petty. You know, too petty, too like, <laughs> they can be very sidelined with stuff and just hold on to things. And I don't know, can, maybe it's the word messy. I don't know, it's just sometimes it's too much. I think the women are a lot easier to bear, personally. You know what, like you and Beyonce both being Virgo women, even though you're more active on social media, you both are very private with your personal life. Is <laughs> yes. that a Virgo woman thing? Without a doubt. Okay. We don't want nobody like, in Like Leo men, we want to be outside. Yeah, yeah. We don't like anybody in business. And I personally will mislead motherfuckers. That's how much I want people out of my business. Intentionally? Intentionally. It was like, I'll post a meme where it's like, I hate men. And then it's like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Like, I loved Miss Well, well like, like Rihanna posted a photo with her that says, use condoms, but she was pregnant. Exactly. You clearly didn't do it, Re. Yeah, I yeah. love to do that. I love to do that because I like to, just, but it's for kicks Throw and for fun. Throw them off a little bit, yeah. Just for kicks and for fun. I don't really go overboard with it, but just like for kicks and for fun because Virgos like their privacy, mm. for sure. Okay, this next group is extremely emotional, too. Oh. <sighs> Again, with Libras, it's kind of, for me, similar as Taurus. I'm going to... I'm going to smash because their aesthetics are usually top of the line. Really? Their aesthetics are usually top of the line. 
but they almost seem too balanced. They're like totally out of the drama. Yeah, and, but they also are very much not wanting to be outside. They're yeah, very they're like very antisocial. Like, yeah, they are. Yeah. They are, and sometimes that's a vibe. But Libras, uh, sometimes it's like, you are you ever coming outside? You know. <laughs> right? Okay, the Scorpio. Well, Scorpios are amazing. Mm-hmm. I, think, <laughs> I think Scorpios are amazing, and not just because of what everybody says about the sign, but because they're usually quite fierce. Mm-hmm. They're fierce. They're not afraid to speak their mind. They're not afraid to tell somebody off. And they, their sexual appetites are phenomenal. <laughs> Shout out this to my is, ex. You're speaking from a personal Yeah, my place. ex, yeah. <laughs> Who is your ex? Do we know them? No. Anyway, moving on to the last and final. Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius moon. It's 100% smash. Sagittariuses are fiery, fun, exciting, just interesting, amazing people. They keep you laughing, like belly laughing. It's it's a good time. But the last Sagittarius, last person I was talking to was a Sagittarius, and when they are done with you, they are completely done. Like, there's no conversation Yeah. That's probably where I get it from, because when I'm done with somebody, it's like they don't exist. Wow. I wiped their ass off the map. Well, we're done with this show and it's going to exist. I appreciate you coming oh my gosh, on the show. So much fun. Key Network, Big Boss movie. I mean, going to have our own talk show, daytime talk show at uh-huh. some point. Because some just need to go on and go. Just go on and go. And open up space for you. Oh my gosh, you're amazing. I love you. I love you. I love you. So when are you going to have another baby? Well, you know, I got to make sure, check on this next job and the next job after that. And then once I figure out what the schedule is for those jobs, you can guarantee I'll be back. Yeah. I'll be back like, wham. Well, shout out to you. You look phenomenal. Fashionista, fashion queen, hair guy, the hair too. Okay, come the on, The whole Tamika. thing. You know, because is Tamika here? Oh, yes. Hey, Tamika. The hair diagram. Tamika back there like, <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> All right, well, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Love All you. All right, love you. Bye. Woo!